0: this is the publicity for pet businesses podcast with rachel spencer listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition So this week on the podcast, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm talking about why I took the decision to train to be a coach. Now, normally these podcast episodes are where I'm sharing advice on how to get press coverage or how to raise your profile or how to feel more confident putting yourself out there. But this is a bit of a special episode because I wanted to share a little bit about how my business has evolved and how what I offer has evolved as well. So coming up to a couple of years ago, I made the, the decision that I wanted to go and train to be a coach. And this time last year, I was in the middle of doing my ALM qualification, which is the Institute for Leadership and Management. And it was for their level five certification in coaching and mentoring. So it was a lot of work, a lot of studying and um, lots of live training and, and also 18 hours of working with my coachees, who were my guinea pigs, Um, where I was implementing what I'd been learning during my training and I'm really proud to say that I am now a qualified coach. I had the joyous news in December last year that I had passed the ILM. It took a few attempts and I thought I'd record a podcast about it so you can get an understanding about why I made the decision to do it in the first place and also what that means for you as a listener or perhaps you're a client or you're thinking of becoming one, you're thinking of working with me and you want to understand why I did this and what it's Done to help my business evolve. So, here is a little bit of background. So, I used to be a full time journalist, and then a few years ago, I started showing small businesses in the pet industry how to get press coverage. This all began when I launched a pet blog called Uk back in 2017. It was a bit of a passion project. I'd worked as a journalist for many years, but I wanted to have my own platform to tell stories in a way I wanted where I was the editor. And the reason why that was was I'd got a dog myself. I'd started writing more about the pet industry and about inspiring people, making a difference and animals doing extraordinary things. And I'd submit stories or pitch stories to newspapers or magazines. And every week, week by week, the budget was falling. And whenever stories did appear, they would be edited. And I wanted to have a platform of my own where I was the editor, where I wasn't having my work changed. And You know where I could just tell stories in a way that I wanted to. There was one magazine I used to work for, and whenever you got your, you send off your article, and you get it sent back to you, it'd be covered in capital letters, and it would be, "I need to know more about this," or "How did that make them feel?" There was one article where they put in capital letters, "Did it feel? Did it make her feel less of a woman when she found herself in a wheelchair?" It was like it was quite harsh. Anyway, um, I went and did my blog. And I thought, I'll do this as a passion project. It might, I don't know where it's going to lead. I thought I'd quite like to work with pet brands in some capacity, but I wasn't sure where it was going to take me. Anyway, the blog did well. It got in the top 10 UK pet blogs straight away. Um, I was getting a lot of traffic to it because we was sharing stories as I would do as a journalist and people were interested in them. They were being shared on social media and I was really, really pleased. And as the blog grew, um, after getting in the top 10 pet blogs that first year, I had pet businesses approach me to feature on there. They wanted to, you know, they wanted me to write about their products or the things that they were doing. And when they realised I was a journalist and I could help them get into bigger titles, you know, they wanted more help. So at first it was a lot of messages backwards and forwards. And then in 2018 I decided to put it all into a book. So I wrote a book in like 30 days about publicity tips for pet businesses. It's still on Amazon if you want to go and grab it. And it's basically everything that you need if you want to go and pitch yourself to the press. And after I wrote the book, I thought I'll set up a Facebook group for people who've read it. And if they had any questions, they could come and find me and chat to me in there. And then it snowballed into working with people one-to-one. Shout out to my first ever one-to-one client, Becky Baker from K9 Nation. Becky got in touch with me. She saw what I was doing and she booked the first ever one-to-one with me. And that was back in like 2017, I think it was. So... I then started, after I had written the book and I set up this Facebook group and my community began to grow, I started doing one-to-ones, then I did an online course on blogging, then I decided to do an online course on how to get press coverage, then that grew into a podcast and then it grew into a membership and then we had lockdown um, and I started working more and more online. But while I knew my area of expertise inside out, I knew how to get people press coverage, I'd worked in the media, I'd also worked in a PR firm for a short time as well. I was getting really good results. I was really conscious. I was calling myself a coach, but I wasn't a qualified coach. And I am a little bit of a girl guide with things like that. If I'm saying I am something, I want to have, you know, I want to, you know, I want to have the paperwork and the certification and the qualifications to prove it. So I went and studied for the ILM. It was expensive, um, both financially and time wise. And I thought it would be a box ticking exercise. But it actually really changed my life, and it helped me see how coaching would fit into my work. Because I felt like lots of clients and people in my community really wanted to put themselves out there, but they needed more than tools and templates. They needed more than me saying, "Okay, this is how you write a press release, or this is how you write a pitch." They needed more than that. They needed reassurance, confidence, somebody to listen to to them, someone to be a bit of a sounding board. And I knew, as I started looking into more about what a coach was, that's what I could give them. So. That's the background and I want to talk now a little bit about what what coaching is because I think it's really helpful for me to define it at this point. This is a definition that I put um, on if people are asking me about coaching I have like um, a Google Google document that I send them to um, where I explain what coaching is. So you know it's not like you know I'm a very newly qualified coach but this is my um, interpretation of it. Um, So coaching is A form of learning where a person, a coach, supports somebody else or coachee to help them make progress in their personal or professional life. By using questioning, listening, and observing, the aim is to support and guide the coachee around reaching goals, solving problems, and improving their performance and resourcefulness. Coaching is normally a conversation or a series of conversations between the coach and the coachee that relates to their objectives and helps them resolve issues, improve results. And improve their focus and direction. So what I offer is a blend of coaching and mentoring. okay? So because I've got a specific area where I have expertise, which is getting press coverage and also blogging, general visibility and marketing, I do mentoring as well as coaching. So just to put this into um, an example, like one of my coaches is Sarah Jones. Her business is my anxious dog, and she has been running that business for like nearly 10 years now. So often she'll be talking about ways to communicate and reach her anxious dog owners. And because she runs a community full of anxious dog owners, she knows the best way to communicate with them. But sometimes, you know, she'll want to chat to me as a bit of a sounding board about something that, that she might want to do and figure out what the options are, what the best steps are, what the next steps are, what the best way is to, for her to move forward. And also just to make sure that the things that she wants to get done actually get done. So a lot of the time, you know, will I will be her sounding board um, and help her make the right decision. Um, but sometimes she'll come to me and she'll say, okay, I want to write a press release, I want to send off a pitch and I'm not really sure where to start, you know, what do you think is the best angle? And because I'm her mentor in that area, I will help her find the, you know, find the right angle, find the best place to start and give her direction. But if it's something that I think, think she can figure out for herself, then we'll I'll use more of a coaching approach. So that is a little bit of background about what it's all about. And often with my coaching clients, I'm there to help them be accountable. And I know it might sound a bit crazy, somebody paying me £200 a month for accountability, but having the support, the sounding board that I provide and the connections and the implementation means the things that they want to get done do actually get done. And I think sometimes as well, it's my experience and connections and all of that that, that people people, you know, they want to work with me for. So that's what coaching is, a really brief overview there. And this is what coaching isn't. I really want to make this clear. Coaching is not saying follow my system and you'll have passive income or a six-figure business. So it's nothing like that. It isn't being told what to do, by someone's telling you you're getting it wrong or telling you you're making a mistake or telling you that what you're doing is is the wrong thing. I was talking to somebody the other day and they they'd been um, speaking with a coach and they said I think you should completely abandon the business that you're doing. And they had no intention of wanting to do that. So coaching is not saying things like that. It's not about you feeling like you're being bent out of shape, trying to fit into an ideal or a system that the coach has created that they think will work best for you, but that you found absolutely hideous and awful and just completely not your cup of tea. People have, you know, I just think people are tired of being told what to do. They're tired of being told what they're doing is wrong all the time so take pricing let's say your coach says to you you've got to double your prices but you know that if you put your prices out and you've doubled them that's going to make you so stressed that you're not going to promote your service or product anymore and actually if you double your prices yes in theory you might get twice as much money but if you're not talking about the thing that you do because you're so scared to put it out there or you feel that the prices that you've put up there are so just so out of so just so wrong then you're not going to go and promote it so it's not serving you. Now if I was your coach and I wanted you wanted to explore pricing we'd look at what felt too little we'd look at what felt too much we'd look at what you were comfortable with and we'd maybe stretch it a bit and do something that you know that feels doable for you and the price that you would settled on would be one that you'd be happy to put out into the world and I think Actually, the best person to figure out the way to move your business forward most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time is you. You just need the space to think, have somebody to listen to you and to bounce ideas off and to help you figure out a way to move forward. So I want to talk about like how what I learned when I did my coaching qualification really changed my perspective and what the difference is in my approach and what that means for you as well, whether you are a lovely podcast listener, whether you're in a free community, whether you're a client, what this will mean to you, what my new Approaches and how things have evolved for me. So, I found I'm working a lot more on helping people with bringing themselves out of their shell, with getting unstuck and helping them to move forward. So, we talk about things that might be in the way of the things that they want to achieve and accomplish and how they can navigate those barriers and move forward. So, another area I've been supporting people with is finding a way to put themselves and their businesses out there in a way that feels right for them. So, you know, rather than say oh you know here's my here's five ways to do this or you know here's a three tips post or here's a pre-written post about blah 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 that's not the kind of thing that I do if you're working with me we're going to be looking at things like your values your mission the impact you want to make what you feel passionately about the message you want to put out in the world what stories you have inside of your pet business and how you can tell them in a way that's easy and in a way that sounds like you and feels right and also, you know, what you want people to think of when they think of you. So it is tying back really to what I did with the press coverage and helping people get publicity, but it's all about, you know, what is the what do you want to project out into the world about you and what you do? And confidence is a really big part of it as well, whether it's going you know, whether it's you putting yourself out there on social media, whether it's writing about you on your website, whether it's putting yourself forward to be on a podcast or writing a blog about your product or service. It's all about helping you find the right words, helping you find the storytelling skills which we all have and finding the confidence for you not just to put the content together but to press publish and to go for it. Because you know that you need to be visible and all I'm doing is basically creating a bridge between you knowing what you need to do and actually doing it and giving you that bridge to go across to make it happen. And it literally is like I was thinking about this the other day while I was talking to my own coach who's a lovely lady called Lucy Rennie. It's like You've got two sides of the river. You've got, you know, you're on the one side. You know you need to put yourself out there. You know the things that you want to say, you know the things that you want to do. And you know that over the other side of the river is your customers who want to hear about you. And when they do hear about you, it's going to light them up and they're going to think, "Yep, that person is the person for me or that product is the person is the right thing for me." You just need that bridge to help you get over to the other side. And the coaching and what I provide aims to be the bridge. I know it might sound a bit cheesy, but I do love an analogy anyway. I loved it before I did my coaching training and I love them even more now. So, yeah, it's all about putting yourself out there in a way that feels right for you, that you feel comfortable with, identifying you know, the stories that you have to share and actually what makes you, what makes you unique, what makes you special and bringing all of that together and helping you put that out into the world. And what I do now is give you the supportive structure to help you implement and do the things that you need to do. So it's a bit like when you need to lose weight. Let's say you've been to the doctors, they've said you need to lose weight for your health. You know that you need to move more. You know you need to eat more fruit and veg. You know you need to eat less chocolate and pizza. But what you need, probably, unless you're really, you know, unless you want to try and figure it all out for yourself, you might need a supportive structure that helps you put it into practice. And that's what you get if you went to, say, Slimming World. And what I do is give a really similar thing, but when it comes to putting your pet business out there. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is like the light bulb moment that led me to step away from thinking all I can do is show people how to get press coverage because that's all I thought I could ever do. Even though I was, this time last year, even though I was studying for the ILM, I thought all I'm ever going to be able to do is show people how to get press coverage. That's all people are ever going to want from me. And that was probably, um, that pro- that's probably, in you know, that indicates a little bit of my um, my own self-worth issues. But that's all I thought I could ever do. But the light bulb moment that I had was when I was studying, with my, when I was working with my coaches who were my guinea pigs, I had a few light bulb moments. I had one light bulb moment with a lovely client who said that she just loved having someone to talk to about the things that she had going around in her head and somebody to help her figure out a way to move forward with them. That really made me think, oh my gosh, like somebody's just paying, paying me to talk to them. But I know that I've got like, I know that I've got lots to give, lots of different skills and everything. But just that moment when my lovely client said that to me, it really, really struck a chord. Another, I know she won't mind me talking about this, but was with Sarah Jones. Sarah did a really brave thing when we were at Crufts this time last year. And afterwards, we were saying, talking about, you know, putting on your big girl pants. And she sent me this really amazing big girl pants badge with a really lovely poem on it. And, you know, we talked about the big girl pants. And, you know, it just it was just a bit of a thing, really. And another conversation we'd had was in my mastermind group. So I've got this mastermind group where it's a small group coaching um program that i have i only ever have eight people in it at one time and it's um we have two group calls a month and everybody in there has a one-to-one every month anyway um it's a i absolutely love having my mastermind and we were having a conversation about how certain well-known dog trainers are always in the limelight and how frustrating it is that there are people out there doing really great things doing a lot of good but they don't get the same recognition they felt invisible. And the people who are in my mastermind group, they're people who've already done my get in the Press programme, so they're already working on press coverage, they already know how to go and get on the radio or on the TV or in a magazine, they're doing all of that already. Um, but you know, we were talking about people outside and how how upsetting it is actually to see so many brilliant pet professionals who aren't, you know, who are who are really, who are scared about putting themselves out there. And we were having this conversation um, and one of the ladies in the group Zoe Willingham said it's always the BSs who are bold and I remember just thinking it well it is yeah Zoe is so wise and she's absolutely right in saying that but I was just thinking well I don't want that anymore so I had this idea to do the B Bold Boot Camp and it was all about helping people be more brave and feel more confident and it was a free training and it led into a paid for course it was like £200 for the for the six-week course that followed and it was all about helping people find a pair of big girl or big boy, but it was mostly girls in their pants, getting them to pull them on and just go for it and talk about how they can help people and talk about the you know you know, how their product or service can help people. That's all it was about. And the reason why doing this lit me up is because I was doing it too. Like I'd gone from thinking, well all I can ever do is talk about helping people get press coverage, but I was actually realising that I had other strengths and other skills and doing this whole be bold helping people feel braver feel more confident to put themselves out there that absolutely lit me up and i remember like like i said i thought i could only help people get press coverage but before I, before i helped people get press coverage i remember being terrified of talking about this whole new thing that i was doing and when i was you know going on linkedin or facebook or wherever and saying you know, are you a small business who wants to get press coverage? I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what about all the journalists I know thinking, who does Rachel think she is? And has Rachel gone mad? What's she doing? Doing that with small businesses when she should be writing for newspapers and worrying about what people were thinking about me. But I was, you know, I had to put my big girl pants on and get on with it. And like, I know how hard it was and I know how much of a difference it can make. So when I had this, you know, it was just a bit bit of an epiphany really, because... Doing the b boot camp just, yeah, it just really lit up something in me. And helping see people go from feeling very hesitant about putting themselves out there to thinking, oh, do you know what? Sod it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And just going for it, it was brilliant. Because I'd felt anxious and worried and had imposter syndrome and all of those things. And I'd got through them. And seeing other people do the same was brilliant. So when I did the b boot camp, it made me see this was the direction that I wanted to go in. It was all very well showing people how to write a press release, but I knew it was the confidence that comes before doing that. And that's what I really love working with people on. So coaching is now part of all of my offers. I've talked about why I did the ILM. I've now worked it into all of my offers from this podcast. So I've been doing a little bit more coachy stuff on the podcast um, to my Pets Get Visible mini membership to my one-to-one package with my, um, which I do a basic one-to-one package. I also have my mastermind as well. I do obviously coaching in my mastermind, which is full at the moment, but um, you know, we have one-to-ones every month and we sometimes work on press coverage, but we work on all kinds of different things when it comes to you know helping people in the group grow their businesses and do big scary things. In Pets Get Visible, we have two coaching calls a month where members can come along and ask a question and get unstuck, and we have a coaching exercise or a share something about marketing for 15 minutes, and then we do the Q&A. So I'm recording this in the middle of March. We had our first coaching call on Monday and we've got another one like this coming Monday we have two months and in the coaching call on Monday we were talking about like you know our goals for, for the second quarter of the year and I asked everybody to think about like one goal and why it was they wanted to achieve it what might get in the way what the next steps were how they were going to move forward in a little bit more detail than I've just said there but it was a really helpful exercise for people in the group had loads of really positive feedback And that's just a small element of coaching. And I'm I'm doing it on a one-to-one scale, but also on a group scale as well. And people are going away and they're they're getting unstuck. And that's what it's all about. And it's really interesting exploring the different ways you can do it as well. And I've hopefully got some really exciting things happening later on this year where I'll be looking at outdoor coaching and all kinds of other things. So I'm dead excited about it. So, um, yeah, going back to Pets Get Visible and what it's all about you have the coaching um and we also have we also have forward planning calls where you get your marketing planned and we always work like a month ahead so I'm in the middle of March we've already planned April the next call that we have will be at the beginning of April and it will be planning May and it just means that you're well ahead and you can get all of the stuff that you need to do to put yourself out there done and then have the extra support with the coaching calls as well. And you get loads of other useful resources and it's just 20 quid a month which is you know cheaper than the takeaway and it's something that I really 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 love doing because people need support right now and people don't have loads of money so it's offering support in a way that's affordable cost of living crisis friendly and that also helps me use my coaching skills as well all my members know this is quite new I'm learning and they're kind of without wanting to sound too cheesy they're on the journey with me and I really really love that So if you're still with me right now at the end of this episode, after 20 minutes of me rabbiting on, thank you. And I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this as well. So many people offer coaching, so many people offer mentoring. I just wanted to study for my ILM to dot the I's and cross the T's and make sure I was doing it properly. And I'm really, really glad I did. So if you would like to chat to me about coaching, send me a message. I'm rachel at publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk And you can come and find me on social media on all the platforms at Rachel Spencer UK. Also in my free Facebook group, which is the Publicity for Pet Businesses community. And finally, if you're thinking of training as a coach yourself as well, do let me know. I trained with a wonderful lady called Claire Bradshaw. She's from Claire Bradshaw Coaching. She runs an ILM training centre. She's brilliant. So if you'd like to have a chat about training to be a coach and you want to pick my brains on that, then do get in touch. It will change your life. I never thought I would be saying these words and recording this episode. If you'd said to me a year ago, I'd be talking about coaching and all the stuff I've talked about here, I would have laughed in your face. I thought I'd just, you know, have it, have the certificate on my wall and crack on with doing what I was doing. But it worked really, really well. And things are evolving. Things are changing, but we should be evolving, shouldn't we? We should be changing and moving forward. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for staying with me if you are still here. And I will see you on the next episode where I'm going to be talking to an absolute powerhouse that is Zoe Willingham. I've already mentioned her on this episode. She is one of my one-to-one clients. She's amazing. She's got a fantastic dog training and dog behavior business over in Suffolk and she's just incredible and you are going to learn so much from this episode with Zoe. I can't wait to share it with you next week. So take care and I will see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.